thanks so much for downloading the episode on the show today. I tell Paula about my recent annual checkup and the results of what I do and do not have. Also, we wrap up the final details of our Vegas trip. Two words, fingerling potatoes. That and our ugly and awkward moments of the week. Please shop lipandclip.com. Thank you so much. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie? Are you high? What people have they given you today? Paula? I felt like I had just rode a horse. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to The Ugly Truth. It is episode 323. Ugh, ugh. Ooh. I was putting an effort. Yeah, you did. I'm not tired anymore. Oh, well, I am. <laughs> so. Are you still exhausted? Not from the trip. Daryl was in Houston for two days and he got home late last night and now that Malia, my 18-year-old, is driving, she basically has taken over the, the car, uh-huh. his car. And so we have my car, and Daryl is being a bit persnickety about, because he wants to get a truck. Right. He's wanted a truck for 15 years. He's just never had the opportunity to have one, even though everyone in his life has told him just to go get it. Right. <laughs> he, won't, he just won't do it. And so now we're kind of at a point where, you know, we and he's traveling a lot right now, and so he needs to have his own car. <laughs> So I had to go get him. He offered to Uber home, but I think that's dumb. That's, that makes, and it, that's expensive. And it, well, it makes me feel lazy. Like what? I can't go get my own husband from the airport? I mean, that's stupid. I'm like, no, you were not Ubering home, you idiot. I'm going to come and get you. And I took him too. And he had to be at the airport at 515. Oh, God. So Tuesday morning, we are up and he's like, hey, you have 15 minutes and then we have to leave. I'm like, all right. And I'm literally in bed in a coma. <laughs> and I look at the clock. I'm like, oh. God, I did the, you know. So what'd you do? Throw on sweats and Napoleon Dynamite. Well, <laughs> so I got up. We didn't even get coffee. <gasps> we had to leave. Yeah. So, I, well, it was either either sleep a little longer or get up and make coffee. And I said, nope, because he said he would drive to the airport. So he did. Oh, okay. And when it's that early, I'm not grumpy yet. Because my body is still in sleep mode, so it's not it's not like I'm needing caffeine quite yet because it's just ridiculous for me that early. So drop him off, and, you know, it's like pitch blackout, <laughs> you know, by the time we say our goodbyes and everything, he takes off and I drive home. And there's something really cool about driving home before the sun is up and you're awake, and it's just kind of a really neat time of the of the morning, you know, before anything's really up and about. Yeah, there's no traffic. No traffic, and the people that are on the road, you know, they're commuters, or they've been driving all, driving all over God's creation, and they're headed somewhere. Mm-hmm. So I drove home at 100 miles an hour almost the whole way. Jesus. It was awesome. <laughs> it was so great. It's just the air is still, and I don't know. There's just something about that time. So I really liked it. Got home. Coffee was ready, so I had some coffee. 
and I hit the wall about three or four o'clock in the afternoon. I was like, oh my God. Oh God. I would have said I hit the wall about 15 minutes later. No, No, I was good most of the day. But what was funny is I'm like, God, I'm starving. And I look, I go, it's nine o'clock in the morning and I'm hungry. (laughs) I said, this is why senior citizens eat lunch and dinner so early because Mm -hmm. they get up before the chickens do. Mm -hmm. So they're like, by nine o'clock, they're like, God, I'm starving. What's for lunch? (laughs) Crazy. So anyway, yeah, I hit the wall and then he came home and luckily he got home a little early, but still by the time we got home, first of all, both of us were starving. We hadn't eaten anything. And so we stopped at freaking Applebee's. What the hell? It's the only thing open at 10 o'clock. They're open till 11 and it was literally the only thing open. And so I said, well, I guess Applebee's it is. God, I would have like tried Taco Bell or something like that. I I just... I can't do fast food, although we ordered burgers, and I have to say, I said, this burger tastes like it's from Jack in the Box. We literally could have gone to Jack in the Box and gotten the same exact burger. God, Applebee's is just like a mouthful of grease. I have never been to an Applebee's, because we just don't eat a chain, we just don't eat out a lot anyway, and when we do, it isn't Applebee's or chilies or mm-hmm. any of those like places chain restaurants yeah no not really and you know how you know my feelings on the olive garden i won't even go in there no nobody i don't understand <laughs> the people who do i don't either personally why do we wait so long to eat pasta that you could have purchased for a dollar 50 at the grocery store is beyond me right is it the all you can eat bread i'm not sure but buy a loaf for a dollar at the grocery store and you've got an olive garden meal it is true so yes i'm tired today but i'll be fine I'll be fine. Considering all the crap that's going on right now, I figure, you know what? This podcast is going to be a little ray of sunshine. Hopefully. There's so many things going on that are so sad and difficult. And so I was thinking about that before we started recording. I'm like, you know what? We're just going to talk about stupid, silly, awkward things today. I know. This week sucked. It really sucked. Uh, It's just, it's heart-wrenching everywhere you go. It's just terrible. So we're going to be a little weird and silly, our usual. Yeah. (laughs) So really quick. So I told you when we were in Vegas that I had my annual physical on Halloween. Oh, right. And so I had to do, I had to fast and get all my blood work done. And my doctor, Dr. Fong, decided that he wanted to check my thyroid. <laughs> so, right. I, now, listen, I am not morbidly obese. You know, I am not a size two. I've never been. But he said, he looked at me, he's all, no offense, but I'm going to check your thyroid. <laughs> and I was like, I'd be like, well, if I knew what a thyroid <laughs> did, then maybe I'd be offended. But, <laughs> and I said, uh, all right. He goes, it's just that, you know, you, you could be getting to an age where women's thyroids start to kind of change or they can go haywire. I did the research, of course, the instant I got home. Right. So I go into the, the lab place and she's like, oh, they're really checking your thyroid this time, huh? And I'm like, oh my God. Like he checked all the boxes. <laughs> he did. And I said, apparently so. As I wobbled into the, the stupid lab, apparently I don't look at all like what I thought I did. So... I said, all right, fine. So I go home and I Google thyroid problems. And the most common, obviously, is Hashimoto's disease, which is 70% 70 of the cases of thyroid. And it's it's like 90% women Mm -hmm. is Hashimoto's. If you have a thyroid problem. Now, I know women who have it. I'm not making light of it. Trust me. I was not even worried necessarily. (laughs) At some point, I read all the, the symptoms 
And I turned to Daryl and I said, well, aside from the hair loss, I could potentially say that I, I said, I I'm cold all the time. Mm-hmm. I can't lose weight mm-hmm. like, like efficiently. And I couldn't think of the other one. I'm all, do I have difficulty swallowing? I started thinking about it and I said, no, Maybe. but I do. <laughs> I know. <laughs> No, not like that. <laughs> I know. I know. You woke me up co- choking on your water in Vegas. It's just an issue. I don't know what... I well, know. and then I choked, you know, when we were recording. I just <laughs> can't swallow water. Of course, you know, I Google, can you die from Hashimoto's disease? <laughs> I needed to know. This is something that if I don't treat, I will die. It doesn't look like it. Okay. It looks like it's just like, it's an autoimmune disorder, essentially. Oh. Well, it's about time you get yours. Exactly. And so I said, (laughs) okay. I said, well, maybe this is my curse. Maybe this is the one. Because every single one of our family members, the females, all have an an autoimmune disorder. The only one that's missing is Stephanie. I think she has one. She probably has one. She just (laughs) hasn't been diagnosed. No, I know. She hasn't been diagnosed. So finally I go, you know, I'm almost hoping I have it. Because if I get a pill and I regulate my thyroid, maybe all the weight will just drop off. I know, right? And I said, that would be so great because, you know, I eat like no sugar. Mm-hmm. I work out literally every day and I can't lose weight. It's And I know that if there's a nutritionist or some guy, a trainer or something going, oh, you're doing it. You're, something's inefficient. You're doing something wrong. Well, maybe. You know, I've been told that I starve myself and that's not that's not an efficient way to to lose fat right so it's possible but still i said god wouldn't it be great if just a pill would would show all the work that i do right daryl's like yeah sure (laughs) you know he goes jamie you don't want a disease and i said i do if it will fix the weight loss problem and he's like all right so i immediately text our mom and i said hey mom does anybody have a thyroid disorder in our family 10 minutes later ring ring of course i'm like hello mother she goes who's got a thyroid problem and i said well i'm being tested for it she's like i see and so i said yeah maybe hashimoto she goes oh yes hashimoto's disease like as if she knows everything about anything she does i know she can practically be a physician based on all the research (laughs) she's done over the years i said well i've done my research and i have most of the symptoms and it said that women blow off these symptoms because they think it's because they're just getting older and um, not, you know, not a disease. And so, but here's the thing, Paula, this is a disease that they check for when you're in your 60s. Oh. I'm nowhere near that. Now, it is true that hypothyroidism, all of that. I know women who are my age who have been diagnosed with it for 12, 15 years. I mean, it's not only an older woman's disease but if they're if your thyroid's going to go haywire after a whole lifetime of being normal it's usually when you're postmenopausal. well i was gonna say couldn't it be like a hormone thing yes that's your, exactly what it is your thyroid is a hormone right or it's the hormone center yes it's everything it regulates everything so anyway the doctor calls me the day after we got home from vegas on monday he calls me mm-hmm. <laughs> he goes you are very healthy. And I said, oh, okay. He goes, your thyroid is perfect. And I went, damn it. Dang. I'm like, thank you. He goes, your cholesterol is ridiculously good. Your triglycerides, blah, blah, blah. Everything's wonderful. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. 
So <laughs> I'm upstairs and I'm very dejected <laughs> because I'm like, I'm not getting a pill. You wanted a disease. <laughs> I did. Uh, and so I called Daryl. He's in the office downstairs and I called him from the bedroom. He's like, did you mean to call me? And I said, yes. He goes, what's the matter? I go, well, I just got thrown with Dr. Fong. He goes, oh my God. And? and I go, I don't have Hashimoto's disease. I'm healthy. I'll be right up. <laughs> <laughs> he had to comfort you for being healthy. <laughs> I said, God damn it. Now I just have to keep working out really hard every day. <laughs> well, I mean, you also have to keep in mind you did have three children. So <sighs> I know that I'm aware. And you're, sh- <laughs> you're short. Paula, listen, all the excuses. I, I know. <laughs> I, I mean, literally, I would have, I don't know what, I mean, I would probably have to have plastic surgery mm-hmm. because a lot of the stuff, it's skin, you know, right. there's a lot of stuff. So, and so I told mom, I, <laughs> so I could text mom, I go, good news. I don't have Hashimoto's disease. I'm perfectly fine. <laughs> I would have texted her bad news. I don't have Hashimoto's. <laughs> yeah, really. And she's like, oh, embrace it, honey. Congratulations. <laughs> Mom's I'm like, so weird. I'm like, what? I'm like, are you, unso- are you high? What pain pill have they given you today? Probably the same ones they've been giving her for years. <laughs> so yeah. anyway, I'm healthy, goddammit. So what are you going to do? Um, I'm going to embrace I'm... it. <laughs> I'm going to embrace the fact that I'm just a, I'm a thick Mexican girl <laughs> who will continue to not eat ice cream and cake. I know. I it's the same thing with me. Every night everyone has dessert. I don't have anything. Every night they have dessert? Usually they have like wow. cookies or <gasps> ice cream or something like that and I just eat dinner and that's all. I would turn to Olivia and be like, Olivia, a mitten in the lips, forever on the hips. <laughs> I'm not going to give her a complex at age nine. <laughs> what? She does it to you all the time. I don't think you should wear that dress. You look pregnant. <laughs> Remember? I do. I would hold that shit against her when she's 13. Mm. I'd be like, eat it up, girl. Enjoy your ice cream. Yeah, right. She's going to be the stick with no body that looks like a teenage boy. She's going to look like a water bug. Just roaming around all thin and crazy. All right. So let's wrap up our Vegas trip. There were a couple of things we forgot to mention last week because we kind of ran out of time. And they're just little details that we found hilarious. First of all, I kind of eat, I don't eat gluten-free, but I don't eat a lot of carbs. And you don't eat any because you have celiacs. Right. So what was hilarious is when we would, it kind of limited where we were going to go to dinner, which it didn't really matter to me because as you and I have discussed before, when we travel, we don't, we're not starving. You know, we don't eat out. We don't eat a lot. Paula, literally, I could count on one hand how many meals we ate. Do you know when we came back, I had actually lost a pound? Well, it's because we walked over. It was probably because we walked all of our life off. But when we got home, I felt like I hadn't eaten in a week. I was starving. I was. I. I told Daryl, I'm like, I can't get enough to eat. I'm so hungry. That's kind because of. I'm like, I want a steak or something. Me like too. That. Paula, we walked like almost nine miles. And when we were in Vegas, I could not stop pooping. Like. <laughs> Seriously, I'm like, what is really? up? Because normally I don't go like more than once a week. <laughs> was, was it just... all the? Do you think it was all the coffee? 
Because we did drink a lot of coffee. That, or I think it was because I was drinking so much water. And <gasps> oh, yeah, you were. You and your camel ways. God, I could not get enough. Okay, so I don't know when that kicked in, but you're all, Jamie, you came, you came, you went downstairs. You're like, I'm going to go and get a water. You went downstairs and you came back with a gallon of water. You spent like $30 on bottled water because I did. Vegas, everything's free except for water. Literally. Water was more expensive than our cocktails. They do not bring water anywhere. Like, even at the restaurant, like, you had to ask for water. And it's in these little tiny glasses. You know, it's not anything big. It's like it's it's like liquid gold there. You can't bet. You have to beg for it. It's crazy. I I noticed. I said, well, this is the desert. So it kind of makes sense that water is somewhat of a commodity. You know, but you were like, Jamie, I can't. St-. She goes, I, you're all I feel weird. <laughs> I couldn't stop. So I drank. I brought back two giant Fiji bottles. I drank both of them. You did your old Jamie. <laughs> and then they give you these baby tiny, like three tablespoonful bottles of water at night when they do turn down service. And you drank them both. Oh, I downed those in like 15 minutes. Well, there were they were barely like a quarter of a cup of water. There was nothing in them. And, and so you're like, Jamie, I, I'm going to drink this one. I'm like, go ahead. You're like, I'll pay you back. I'm like, <laughs> for the free bottle? Okay, sure. <laughs> pay me back the whole free. I got so desperate, I drank the water out of the faucet, which was a mistake, because that tasted like the water from the Pirates of the Caribbean. Well, they are, it's very treated. That's for sure. It was so gross. Well, the water they gave us at the restaurant tasted like crap. I mean, it was gross. I'm like, can I get a lemon? Uh, Jesus. It was bad. But so we go to this cute cafe that they have at the Aria. It's the Aria Cafe. And you order, and this is really smart. I'm going to remember this when I don't want carbs. You order breakfast. Yeah. You just got the Denver omelet. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, that's such a good idea. And so (laughs) you order the Denver omelet and you get... I don't know what the deal is, but every meal we got for the whole weekend came with fingerling potatoes. And these potatoes weren't teeny tiny. They were like big. They look like dog poop size. They did look like dog poop. And they looked, and not only that, the color, but they also, they had like sauteed them in some kind of onion herb mix with butter or something so they look like they were covered with grass and then they smashed them like someone had stepped on dog poop you had that one you took a picture of it and put it on your instagram you had that one fingerling potato that was significantly larger than the other potatoes and it was sitting out of the ramekin it was protruding out (laughs) it was so unappealing it looked like a penis and then I said, I can't eat this. So I went to go pull it out. But it was so long. It kept coming. <laughs> it kept pulling out. Like it was like the endless fingerling potato. So finally I stopped because I'm like, I can't touch it anymore. <laughs> it was so raw looking. So you're like, so... I'll do it. <laughs> so I pull it out and you're all, ew. <laughs> So then I decided to just cut it up. And I mean, Paula, I could, I mean, it was so just, the whole thing was so revolting, which is so weird. It was just a freaking potato, but they were so over large. They were like these extra large fingerlings, because fingerlings aren't supposed to be, I mean, those weren't fingers. I mean, they were huge. Like, you know what, Arsenio Hall fingers? I mean, Sasquatch toes or something. Paula. Oh, like a Wookiee foot. 
gross. We didn't eat them for the rest. So we get room service. We order, you know, we order eggs and pancakes and all the stuff comes. And there's the fingerling potatoes. I know. We order dinner. There's the fingerling. They were at every meal. When I ordered, okay, so it was like 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. We had come back from Fremont, our Fremont Street experience. And we're at the hotel and we're like, we're hungry. So you order an omelet. And I said, you know what? I need a carb, actually. I actually need a carb. So I ordered the loaded baked potato because I thought it had broccoli in it. <laughs> it was fingerling potatoes cut up. With cheese and green onions. <laughs> I think I ate like two of them. I just was like, no, I can't eat any more fingerlings. <laughs> Enough with the fingerlings. Well, I then can't it. there was one time you ordered, uh, was it pulled pork or? I or? No, I ordered a short rib. A short rib. And it says smashed potatoes. And it actually was whipped potatoes. They were the fingerlings, Opala. They were. They, taste, they tasted just like it. And I was like, these are whipped fingerlings. And so then I, I couldn't eat them. I ordered something and it said country potatoes. And I'm like, finally, <laughs> not the fingerlings. And so they came and brought my plate. And I'm like, it's the fingerlings. <laughs> it was the worst thing ever. It I'm said like, what? Country is, potatoes. What is the obsession with the finger? Did someone just over order? So now everyone's getting finger fingerlings for all. I know. And they're just trying to unload these things. Jesus Christ. There were so many. It was it was very odd. It was very odd. I don't even know. So there was that situation. And then we never discussed the toilet in the suite that we stayed in. I took a picture of it. Not the toilet, but the little apparatus the, that, yes, you know. It was the fancy Toto toilet, like Toto the dog. Mm-hmm. Toto toilet. And these are actually originated in Japan. And they're the ones where they encourage you not to use toilet paper. So you actually wash your butt with water and then it dries it. And there's even a deodorizer that can deodorize your ass if you want to. Oh, my God. I've always wanted to try one because Daryl and I had talked about how cool it would be to have one. And so I'm like, oh, this is so exciting. The thing didn't work. I could not figure it out. You were willing to try it? Yes. I tried every time I went in there. I tried it. I even looked around going, is there a, is there a switch that I'm missing? Do you have to like turn it on or and I mean I pressed every button I opened up the control panel and looked the problem was every time I went in there I had to actually go to the bathroom so I didn't really have a whole lot of time to sit there and figure it out I'm like well I'm not going to sit here for 10 minutes trying to figure out how to wash my butt on this thing so I just did it traditional and you know I was kind of disappointed it looked old though it didn't look like one of the newer models it looked like it was from the 80s it really did didn't it and so I'm like well screw this this is not anything but like like I told you, I definitely would not go back to the corner suite again. Yeah. I mean, it, was, it was a fun, it was a fun experience, but you're obviously paying for the view. Everything else seemed a bit dated. Right. And I've been in, I've been in rooms at the Aria and they were not that color scheme either. Right. They were, they were a little more updated. So, okay. So then it was time to leave. Now the trip home was way better. I mean, the car ride to the airport was amazing, right? I mean, we were in a Cadillac. Yeah. We were it in was, the Escalade. And the, the gentleman was so nice. He was sweet. Whenever I see someone who's clearly in their 60s, I go, why are you doing this? Are you doing this because you have to or because you want to? Cause I think they do it because they just they're bored. You think they, they have to. they want something to do during the day? Well, he said he had worked all night. Wow, we we were his last run for the day. 
So I I think he, you know, and he worked, obviously works for the Aria because we were in the Aria Cadillac. But I just wonder, you know, he said, yeah, you're my last run of the night. I was like, what? I'm like, well, it is 1130 if he works 12 hour shifts or whatever, or just works the night shift. But he was super kind. I really liked him. He was nice. He was way better than the first guy. So what was weird about when we got there, which was completely flawless, and then we check our bags flawless, Mm -hmm. you have to walk quite a distance to get to anything, even security. Like, it took forever to get anywhere. That place needs a full reboot. They need a full reboot. I feel like they've just added on tunnels to get people from here to there. Like, you know what I'm saying? Well, you have gates that are like far left or gates that are far right. Yeah, it was weird. So we get to security and there's a line and yet there's all these other agents with green lights above their desk. And so I walk right over. I'm like, are you guys open? They're like, well, yes, we are. I'm like, well, what the hell? Why aren't you guys yelling at people to come over here? This is ridiculous. Because they're lazy. So we walk over there and I hand them the thing. I thought you were right behind me. I didn't I didn't know where you <laughs> well, went. You just power walk off on your own. <laughs> and I'm just like, wait, what? hold on. Well, I, come you on. Know. Well, I mean, I was, my children will attest whenever we go to the airport. I'm like, it's every man for himself. This is the, I say that, I'm like, this is the game plan. Either follow me or figure it out on your own. It's every man for himself at the airport. <laughs> so I couldn't follow you because you just went off and then you were in the capsule. And so I'm just like, well, I better get in my own thing so that way I can catch up with her. Yes, it's true. And then I look back and go, where is everyone? I, I get really weird at the airport. It's so funny. I'm just like... <laughs> This is it. This is where we're going. If I don't see you, this is the gate. Best of luck to all of you. I was barely grabbing my shoes and my purse when you were calling me. And I'm just like, hold on, I've got all my things. (laughs) (laughs) What's funny about it, too, is when you're leaving Vegas, the mood of people who are leaving Vegas is so different than the mood when people are arriving. Yes, it's very somber. (laughs) It is a somber, quiet morning period adjustment to ugly light you know i mean we were in i was in the airport uh we went we had to pee or something and so i look in the mirror i'm like god they really don't give you the they give you the real light here in in the hotels and the and the casinos everyone looks beautiful everyone's makeup's on point and then you get to mccarran international like god damn it you look like you could be in rehab (laughs) so bad they're like get out it's just oh, get out of my here. goodness so uh as you were witness to uh producer dub did not do well while i was gone right he really struggled and i don't know why now next week we'll discuss it we went to bodega bay before we went to vegas and there was a, a copy there was just a lot of things that occurred on that uh, good things but weird things like insect issues and things but i'll tell you about that next week but he was really home he was heart sick it was it made me sad i was like dude you should he goes i don't like being a bachelor i just don't like it i'm like okay so he like called all the kids he's like hey what are you guys doing and and like when i got home i said he was there at the tram he didn't even like wait down by the the luggage to get us or anything i know that's sweet though right i thought it was cute yeah it's sweet but i told him like honey god forbid anything happened to me what are you going to do with yourself he goes i'll just throw myself in my work i have our children i'm like that's not going to be enough you and i both know that you're gonna be one of those guys that gets married like six months later you Mm -hmm. can't do it well you and i had that discussion you're going to assist he's gonna have to 
he can't be alone. He's, and I said, you're like that swan. He goes, what are you talking about? I go, there is a story about a swan couple in this little park because swans mate for life. Well, the female swan got sick. And so they took her to the animal hospital where she was treated, but she was gone for like a week and they brought her back. They had like special swan bags are so pretty. They have these special swan bags. So they bring her back to the pond and he's just swimming around by himself. They set her free into the pond and he like wraps his neck around her neck and then he would not let go. Aww. And they just swam together for the rest of the day. And I said, that's you. You're the swan. He goes, oh, yeah, I guess I am. And so it was really sweet. Did your kids miss you? I unlocked the door and I opened the door. I'm like, hello. <laughs> Olivia got up off the couch and started running for the door. Aww. And then she gave me like a big hug. That's and so Ryan sweet. was right behind her, you Hi, know, mom. doing a quick walk. He's like, hi, mom. That's so, <laughs> so sweet. They're like, we're sick cute. of Wiener Schnitzel, mom. <laughs> so, like I said, she had a hard time with me leaving yeah. because she's just like, well, dad goes all the time, but you never leave. I know. So, Anyways, they were super happy that I was home. I'm so glad. Yeah. Uh, did you notice that your car got washed? What? Daryl washed your car. You didn't he even. Did? You didn't even notice. No. He goes. Did Paula notice? And I go. Notice what? Because I didn't notice either. He goes. Well, I washed your car. I go. Did you clean the inside too? He goes. No, no, no. no. Just I was washing my car, and then I'm and some water got on it, and so it made it worse because there was a layer of dust on it. Oh, nothing can make my car worse. <laughs> it's so, so dirty. <laughs> so he washed it really. He did, he goes. I just did it really quick. I'm like, oh, I'm sure she probably didn't because I didn't. That's you know. so nice. Yeah. No, I'll have to go take a look. Well, yeah. I mean, you'll be like, well, well, wonders never cease. It's clean. <laughs> so anyway. Well, tell him thank you. Uh, well, you'll, he'll hear this. So you can, you know, say he heard that you said thank you. Thank you. Okay. So let's do our ugly and awkward moments of the week. happened in vegas not shocking mm-hmm. when we were getting to fremont street and we were there and when we thought you lost your wallet and we were going to go back to the hotel yes we were waiting for the other uber to come back we got an uber xl because we didn't want to end up in like a prius or something like that right and although we wound up in a minivan one time oh my god <laughs> you're like i hit, I hit xl and i'm like i think it's select we want I think XL just means cheap but bigger. But I honestly, Paul, I have no idea. I don't know. That minivan was filthy, by the way. The guy or... Well, we got two minivans, I think. That whole Friday is such a blur that I don't even remember. We were in so many Ubers that night. I just... I I only remember the last one, which was Lloyd. He was the only... Even though I kept calling him Boyd. It Sorry. sounds the same. Boyd, Lloyd. I felt terrible, but anyway. So I saw one and I'm like, oh, there it is. And so I started walking towards the street and I was like, was I one lane over or was I just in the lane? I don't really know where I was, but I I definitely was like in the street, though. We were on the sidewalk waiting and we said and they gave us an indication of what we were looking for. It was like a Lexus or something. And we didn't know what that make of car looked like. And so it, he was this this car pulls into the street to drop people off. Right. You're walking towards it. I'm like, Paula, I don't think that's our Uber. And you and I'm like, I don't think it's our Uber. 
running out into the street. And I'm like, it's Burgundy. We're looking for black. And so I'm like, hello, are you picking up for Paula? And then all of a sudden I look in the back seat and there's like six people in there. And staring at you. Like, they're all like going to get out. I'm like, oh, I'm like, never mind. Thank you. And I'm like, Paula, no. <laughs> It was so, so then funny. I ran back. Mind you, I'm in like four inch heels, heels and like a totally short dress. That was hilarious. And so I go like running back across yeah. the street and yeah, it was really funny. But really that funny. Was the funniest part is because you know we're dressed to the nines. Yes, and we're running around like you know fools. Oh god, we look like <laughs> lost souls. We literally look like lost souls. We're like, what? And then the Uber guy calls. He's like, can you meet me at Pizza Rock? I'm like, where's that? I'm like, Paul, I look at you as if you would know. Dude, where's Pizza Rock? You're like, what? What is it? I'm like, I'm I like, think there's a sign down there that says Pizza Rock. And then all of a sudden, he goes, I'm waving at you. I'm waving at you. I'm like, what? And I turn and look the complete opposite direction. She's like, no, no, turn around. I'm on the phone. He's like, no, turn around. And I look way, way down, like a city block away. He's waving, flailing his arms. I'm like, oh, that must be him. And we walk. He wasn't very friendly, by the way. No, and he's the one that drove like 100 miles an hour down the freeway. He, he couldn't wait to get rid of us. I like, think he, like in his former life, was a taxi driver you think taxi drivers drive crazy and not only that but remember that he almost slammed into that woman who wasn't paying attention i think he honked at her he did he honked (laughs) at her and she turned around she's like fuck you it's like oh my god (laughs) it was really funny anyway yes that was your awkward moment just approaching strangers in the street with your sister yelling it's burgundy we're looking for black god that was really funny at least we were in a well-lit area. Thank God. And it was still, you know, it was like, a, it was like midnight. I, there could have been a cop thinking that I was like <laughs> approaching cars. Oh my God. Well, it wouldn't be surprising considering that people were them. propositioning us anyway. Jesus oh my God. Mine did happen at the airport, but it was, it's awkward only because I did it twice. Every time we were boarding the plane, I hand the boarding pass to the person and I walk away. (laughs) I did it twice. The first time they're like, no, ma'am, you're going to need this. I'm like, oh, okay, thanks. And so I'm like, I'm sorry. And I walk and I did it. And so when we were going home and I boarded the plane, I handed the thing and I'm so, I'm so like wanting to get on this plane and just get a good seat that I don't even pay attention anymore. And he's like, ma'am, you need this. And I'm like, God damn it. How many times am I going to do this in my life? Every time, apparently. That was my awkward moment. Yours was way better. You definitely win. Although I would say that Friday in its entirety was my awkward moment. <laughs> losing my wallet. and but Oh, not, God, for sure. But not losing my wallet. For sure. Jesus. Good Lord. I'd like to hear some ugly and awkward moments from Vegas. I'm sure <sighs> there's plenty of everyone going to Vegas. The, you know, the only thing that saves us from having even more is that we didn't go to a club. Because had we gone to a club, it would have been even more. Jamie, I don't think those shoes would have lasted at a club. My legs wouldn't have lasted in a club. I, Do you know I was still sore for like three days after we got home? <laughs> when we were leaving on Sunday, you walk in, you're all, my thighs are killing me. <laughs> I felt like I had just rode a horse. <laughs> I know it was crazy how much we walked. Why did we do that? Why did we walk so much? I don't think we realized how much we were walking. I don't either. I I really don't. It did. I mean, it seemed like a lot, but not like eight miles. (sighs) 
it was insane. Well, first of all, Planet Hollywood is humongous. Humongous. So is, so is the Bellagio. And the Bellagio is huge. They're all humongous. I mean, they're just, they're huge. They're huge. big hotels. And it's like, there's no, there's no option. You can't get there's... a ride anywhere. Even if we got an Uber to another hotel, you still had to walk like three miles to get mm-hmm. through it. There's no fast way to get there. And then, of course, because it's Vegas, they don't believe in chairs for sitting and relaxing. If you're going to sit down, you're paying for something, whether it's a meal or gambling or a, or a cocktail. There is no chairs just to rest at all. Yeah, that wasn't really well planned out. <laughs> no, they do that on purpose. I told Daryl that. I'm like, there's not even a bench on the street. He goes, well, no, they don't want you resting. They want you sitting somewhere where you have to pay for something. I said, man, I go, I just, it, that is not conducive to my life at all. Crazy. And there's not, there's no golf carts. There's nothing. <laughs> like, can't we get like a little golf cart and take us anywhere? The best you can get is one of those little rascal scooters. I didn't see any of those. Yeah. Do they ban those or what? No, I mean, I, I saw people in them when we were on Friday night. I saw some people in them where they actually needed them. But I mean, just in general, I don't see, it's not like Disneyland. You know what? I wonder if the battery life just doesn't last. Well, I mean, people will get stranded. There is <laughs> a then huge who's city. Push them? No one. They'll just be sitting there. Call an Uber. That's all you can do. Crazy. Oh so crazy. Really quick before we close, did you see the new Modern Family? Um, no, but I read about it. Haley's pregnant. Yes. I'm so excited. Does she know who the father is? Well, I don't know how much time has passed. I'm assuming that it is Dylan because she stopped having sex with the professor because he went to Europe. Oh, right. And she was she was sleeping with Dylan that whole time. And so okay. I'm pretty sure it's Dylan's. But it would explain why she was eating like crazy when the mom died, when uh, when uh, her grandmother oh, died. Oh, right. Yeah. I even said that. We were watching it and she was just inhaling all this food. And I, I watched it and I said, oh, God, she's pregnant. And Daryl's like, what? I know he goes, no, they're just showing how they all cope. I'm like, uh-uh. She's, she's pregnant. There's no way. That girl is eating everything. I saw a picture of her on Instagram where she was uh, in, like, the clothing department. Yeah. And she was trying on, like, a big belly. So oh, I can't wait. Maybe they're going to do a time jump. So it sounds like she's keeping it, obviously. Well, she's in love with Dylan. They want to get married. Yeah. I'm so. glad. Aren't you glad it worked out like that? Yeah, I am. I, I mean, mean, he's a nurse and stuff. I mean, he has he has, he's you know, doing he's not better. A, yeah, he's not a loser. I mean, he's no, he's put she's himself the loser. <laughs> I know. I know. I was hoping something will work out. Something will work out for her. Something yeah. will work out whether it's, you know, I don't know what. We'll find out. So, Cowboy Cerrone is fighting this weekend. <sighs> I know. I'm so excited. We have to go to Daryl's uh stepdad or my father-in-law pops it, it, there's a well it won't be surprised by this time but there's a surprise party on saturday so we'll be recording the cerrone fight but it'll be his last fight at 170 yes and then so go he's back. gonna go back to like bones 155 i know i he's hate so, him at that weight well he's just so thin he's so tiny looking but he wants to he wants the title i don't know he loses all his fights at 170. I know. So. Well, I'm tr- I can't remember who is who's got the title for 155. I I didn't look it up. I'm sure I know what it is cuz that's isn't that McGregor's weight? I think it was, but he doesn't have the title anymore. There is no way that he can fight Khabib. Khabib will mad- massacre him. Murder him. Well, Khabib is probably going to get banned. Nah. 
He no says way. he's not going to his hearing. Isn't he back in Russia? I think so. And so could, if he doesn't yeah. go to his hearing, then he'll be banned for life or 10 years or something yeah. like that. Something that will make him obsolete. Well, here, but he can still fight in other other places. But yeah, yeah he can. But no, I mean, if you're not in the UFC, then who's You know watching? what? Did you know that Misha Tate fought? When? Uh, like last week. She fought. I know she became the vice president of a new company. Invicta is not new, but I think that's where she fought. But she's she's still fighting. She just wanted out of the UFC. I think it's smart. I think, honestly, I mean, you either are a part of the machine or you're not. And people who are just into in it for the, the sport and not necessarily the money and all of that stuff. I mean, I don't know how to explain it. But there have been a lot of offshoots of MMA, different mm-hmm. um, companies or whatever. Like, Bellator is considered more respectable because they're not all about you know the glitz and the glam and the drama they just do fights and it's well, I also think they're the next biggest next they UFC. are they are and i believe if i'm not mistaken invicta is very female friendly oh okay and i think that's where a lot of female fighters go and so i think that i believe that's where misha tate went to fight and i believe she won if i'm not mistaken i don't know but well, that's cool. I know. I love that. And I love the idea of an all-female league. I think that's great. That is cool. Trying to wedge into the UFC. I mean, Ronda Rousey opened the door for all of this to happen. But, you know, anything under a certain weight, people just aren't interested in because there's no there's no big knockouts. You know, it's actually skill. Whereas, like, everybody, you know, well, you and I saw the Cormier Beast fight. And that was insane i know but they're also over to well over 200 pounds and so to see these two giant people fighting is way more exciting than watching demetrius johnson fight yeah that's true that's true oh i think i read that uh anthony rumble johnson's coming back he's done he's done being retired it took a whole whopping year off i know but that's what i read is that he wants to come back (sighs) well he'll fight dc that was his last fight yeah and he gave up Remember, we watched it. It's, he, he didn't even try. He, I like him, but his eyes are really yellow. <laughs> I think he's a handsome person. I think he's good looking. It just bothers me. Really? Oh, I think he's really handsome. Actually, well, the, you'd be hard-pressed to find any heavyweights who aren't really attractive because nobody hits their face too much. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, really. Usually it's one hit and you're out, you know, except for DC. And he's... DC's really good looking, too. He doesn't have the the cauliflower ear or, you know, several broken noses or anything like that. Oh, he can take a punch. But he also takes down really quick, too. Well, and he doesn't rely on striking. It's all wrestling. Yeah. It's all takedowns. So, which I actually really like. I really like that. Yeah, I know. I love his little family. His family's really cute, too. I know. I love love him. I really like DC. He grew on me quite a bit. Yes. So. So. All right. Well, we should probably wrap it up. We should. So hopefully everybody has a good weekend. Also, happy Veterans Day. Uh, Be sure to honor those vets that you know. It's an important day. Be sure to head out to Amazon. uh, Start looking around for those things you might need for Thanksgiving. Uh, cooking items and uh, other little doodads. I know I always forget to buy the little strings to tie the uh, legs off or (laughs) meat thermometers, little squeegees or what are those things called? Basters. Yes. I think I lost mine. So, uh, which I don't know where it went, but 
Keep your mind out of the gutter, guys. <laughs> Anyways, and then also visit uh, Avon. They're having some really cool promotions right now. You can go through lipandclip.com. Jamie's posted some cool stuff on Facebook if you want to check it out and uh, see what's going on over there. So other than that, have a fabulous week, and we will see you on Wednesday. Bye. Bye. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.